Oh man, am I really doing a podcast again? Hell yeah! This is comedian John Heffern, Kid with a Cape podcast. Random interviews, reflections, and predictions from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. Now broadcasting from his 1840s farmhouse, here's John Heffern. Kid with a Cape podcast, your number one in hit podcasts. Lock it in and rip the knobs off. This is KWC with John Heffron. This is Kid with a Cape. Here's your host, John Heffron. All right, that's kind of obnoxious, right? <laughs> I think it was. God, I like the sound of bumpers, though. Bumpers just sound, it just, I don't know, just makes it sound good. It just starts the show off good. Now, listen, I've had many of podcasts that I've just stopped doing. Just for various reasons, I've tried, and then I I personally lost interest. This is going to be different. I'm excited about what I want to do with this, because here's the deal. I want to learn. There's stuff I want to learn. There's there's questions in life that I want to have, and I have super interesting friends. Uh, I can't physically be with anybody, because I am in an 1840s farmhouse in Michigan, that I bought as like a rental property, but now I'm just because of this whole thing, I'm here now. I'm kind of excited about it. It's the house is 200 some years old. I mean, there's a little game I play at night where I sit on the couch and I play guess what animals in the wall. That's creepy. I'm not that into chipmunks. Like a couple months ago, I would have thought chipmunks were like cute, but I'm not that into chipmunks. You know, being in this house is, you know, it's scary. It's children of the corn-ish. There's nothing but corn kind of all around me. If you saw the movie, if you're my age, seeing a bunch of corn, you only think that Malachi is going to come through and get you. Maybe about a week ago, I was sitting around going, what am I going to do for a living? I have no skill. And right now, as of today, I don't know when you're listening to this, but hopefully you're listening to this as, are you one of the, the founding are you a founding member? The kid with the cape? K, what is it? K, kid, K with, no, you get with a uh, kid with a cape, kid with KW, okay, yeah. KWC, are you a, a, a caper? Do I name you? Is that what happens? By the way, I'm not naming you. That's like a marketing thing. Anytime you name your tribe, when you name the group of people, People like being part of a group. They like being part of like a gang. Uh, what was I saying? John Heffron. Shameless plugs. No, uh, I have a brand new book on Amazon called The Holding Deal, but that's not the button I meant to hit. John is rambling again. That's what I meant to hit. So I'm sitting at this house going, okay, I can't perform live. I have no other skill. You don't realize how... How one, not performing. I've been not not performed in maybe 30 some years. And by the way, I'm not complaining about anything. Like I know you have so much crazy stuff going on. You have a billion people living at your house. I'm just alone in this farmhouse, so I'm not complaining. But I was just thinking, I have no skill. Like even prepping for food, going to the grocery store, trying to buy bulk food because you're not supposed to be in the grocery store a bunch. I don't know how to buy a week's worth of food in a row. As a traveling stand-up comic, I've only been home two or three days a week for 30-some years. I know how to buy food from Monday to Wednesday. I can crush it in that department. I know just the right amount of cereal, just the right amount of Easy Mac. I know just what bag of tater tots that are probably not closed properly and then they get freezer burned. Then I have to throw them away the next week. I know just the amount of that weird probiotic uh, purple carton that I drink for a couple days in a row and it makes my tummy feel weird. But then a week later, I'm like, I don't, I got to throw that away. I, I know how to grocery shop where I buy I buy new mayonnaise every time I go to a grocery store. It's a weird thing I have. I just assume the mayonnaise in my refrigerator is bad. So I'm sitting here going, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know that, but just creatively, it's kind of weird just as a comic. And I never thought I had any forming kind of messes with your identity as a human being. 
I kind of had a moment of going, I have nothing to offer anybody. I kind of, I can't grocery shop for people. I can't even find people toilet paper. Uh, what am I going to do? So I know what I'm going to do. I've done radio for a billion years. Why don't I just start my podcast? But then, but then I'm thinking, I don't want to just ramble and talk like I've been doing for the next two minutes. I want to add value to the people who are listening. So here's what I'm going to do. You founding, founding members, capers, new capers. We got to think of a name. Here's what I'm going to do. I have a bunch of friends that have a lot of info in their heads. And I'm going to be all over the place. I'm going to talk to random friends about random stuff. And I'm going to ask them one simple question. And hopefully from that, you'll do a takeaway. So, I mean, why don't we just start? I'm going to call my buddy Topher right now. I'm going to call him right now. See? And hold on. Let me dial his number. So he doesn't he doesn't hey know that I'm calling him. I just don't. Topher, John Hello? Heffern, how are you? I'm good, John. How you doing? Good. So, Topher, here's the deal. I started my podcast today. You're actually on it. One of the deals is I call up random friends of mine, really close friends that I think have just knowledge in their head. And I, I hope did, did I make the friend list or are you calling no, me I'm, for I'm, phone numbers? Yeah, I'm okay. calling to see if you can uh, give me send me your contact list. If that's okay. <laughs> no, so then last night, I wrote down just on a piece of paper, as I'm going to do, yeah, I just put one simple question. So you know me, because he, okay, little side note. Hold on, Topher. John is rambling again. All right, so I... Oh, I need one of those sound bites. Right. Awesome. <laughs> so side note, and for other guests, I'm not going to give such a, a lead-in. So... Topher helped me move from California to Michigan. I have two old, and I'll get on this. We'll talk about this more in depth, blah, blah, blah. This is the debut episode. We rented a van. I threw my two old dogs that are 15 years old in the back of this van. Me and Topher drove from Los Angeles to Michigan in about three days. I know people always ask, how long did it take? We didn't really overly hump it, but we didn't. No. They were, it, it was relatively easy, but I'm not. And, and we've already and we've already said more words on this call than we probably did the entire drive from the West Coast over the Midwest. That and, and I'm not. We're not saying that <laughs> to exaggerate. There was. I think I was a day. Okay, minus minus the. Hey, are you hungry? Uh, I have to stop yeah. to pee. Uh, I, I yeah. you think when was the last time the dogs were out? Like minus that stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we had a conversation that lasted more than two. I can remember the one conversation that we had. The rest was we had nothing, and there was yeah, it was it was just silence. But yeah. it, it was silence. But then it, at the same token, there was no guilt. Like uh, there wasn't any. Should I be talking right now? Should I just fill? Yeah. Should I just be filling yeah. space? Yeah. Like I remember it did get awkward when I started stroking your hair. Yeah, that was again. weird. But then then when Tro when Topher drove, I just <laughs> I would play with the top of his ear hair. He's got like these longer old old guy. And I would just pluck him. I'm like, oh, when we get to a hotel, I need to pluck these. And then we would joke and yeah. then we brought up stuff. And I'd ask him, do you think about old girlfriends? And then it got uncomfortable. So that's why we stopped talking. But uh we literally <laughs> we, we the one uh, question we had or, or thing we talked about Shania Twain's song um, th that girl song she sings and we just replaced it with guy and it changed the meaning yeah. of the song but yeah. that's it but so so Tova before I called you talking mm -hmm. briefly about how I've had a million podcasts and, and I knew I, you know I kind of missed that train I'm a little I'm a, I'm a little years behind but you can catch up easy <laughs> there's no there's no rules sure. but I and I set up this little studio that I have at the new farmhouse and I, and of course I bought the nicest equi equipment you can it looks cool and I've probably walked by this room for two weeks straight looking into this room with the mic blinking and everything going, I just need to go in there and I just need to record a podcast. It'll, but I couldn't do it. So my one simple question to Mr. Topher mm -hmm. Morrison is why don't people take action? What, what 
I, I, in my whole thing about, by the way, I didn't tell you one simple question. I'm trying to narrow it down. So then when people get done, their takeaway is here's why people don't take action. And here's why I don't, or, you know, the person listening is my goal. Got it. But you're the Got first it. person. So I might have to amend this like a few simple questions, but as of right now, uh-huh. and, and don't, don't, by the way, if you give me like a one short because you're lazy, then I'm host. Cause I still have maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes of the podcast left to fill. So, so, so you're calling me to fill the rest of your time. Yeah. So the one simple question, I, how would you even, how would you, here's what I used to offer for. How would you rework the question that I just asked you and then rework it? And then I'm going to re-ask you the question. Uh, actually, I think the question's good. The question was, uh, why don't people take action, right? Yeah. Cause you know, there's probably, you know, and, and I've seen this online a couple times where, you know, as a comic, yeah. I, I've sat down and already podcast one. I know I should let my guests talk more than me. Everybody listening, you're going to have to give me a grace period. I will, I will find my own. We will get in a groove. We're only seven minutes into this podcast, but I know people are, are at home. They can't go anywhere. And I know a lot of people are yeah. feeling guilt because crap by now I figured I could do 500 push ups a day, play piano and learn you know, learn French. I've done nothing. I've sat down to write comedy. I'm like, well, when we start performing again soon, I'm going to have to have new jokes and just nothing. And then I start feeling guilty that I haven't organized mm-hmm. every closet. I haven't written. And then I saw somebody post something online saying, it's okay. It's a, we're going through a huge thing right now. It's okay to not beat yourself up. And if you're couching it, flipping through Netflix, Mm -hmm. you know what? For a lot of people, they haven't had that in their entire life. They haven't had that moment of just stopping. So Topher, one simple question, but what stops people from just starting whatever? Uh, I think there's three things. Uh, Number one, I think that human beings are all or nothing creatures. And so, if we can't get everything done that we want to in the exact way that we want to get it done, we just say, F it, I'm not going to do it. So then what happens is I think we put it off until a time where we know we can get it done the right way. And what happens is then uh, one of the natural laws of the human psyche kicks in, which is that incompletions drain us of our energy. And so what happens is that becomes an incompletion. And every time we think of it, we don't even have the energy to start it. Did I say three things? Two things. There we go. I'm more efficient. I added a bit down. <laughs> so you're saying like you, you think somebody thinking about, uh, you know, I have a basement full of boxes and, you know, I've been home for, you know, yeah, well, a couple let's, weeks. let's look at yeah. you, right? Okay. So if you say I need to write jokes for a new show, typical human mentality is great. So I need to write a whole new set. No, you don't. You only right. need to write one joke. But if your standard is you got to write the whole set, you don't have time for it. You just go, F it, I'll do it later. Well, now every time you think about it, it's incomplete. Whereas if you would have just said, I just need to write one joke today. And it can even be a lame one. Like you lower the standard so much that it's easy to do. Then you might actually get it done, right? Because that all or nothing mentality is still doable because it's really easy to just do one little lame joke. Which by the way, then we reverse the human law of the, the, the human psyche, which uh, incompletions drain energy, but completions give us energy. So then if you get that one lame joke done, now you're complete. And now all of a sudden you have more energy and the energy is there. So now you can write a second one and the third one and the fourth one. That's my theory. Hmm. 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 Don't know. Yeah. No, but that's why I called you. Um, and you know, even if my first guest sucks, at least I got over the first, like, so let's say you're the first guest. Right? <laughs> yes. And you're horrible. And people are like, I don't know. He's, yeah. he's not one of the five comics I hear on every podcast. Why would I listen to him? And they hear you, and they just got that chunk of info. Now they're like, well, that's awesome. And me as the interviewee, the the host of John. You're the Fr- interviewer. As me as the, the interviewer, interviewer. Uh, as the host of Kid with a Cape, uh, also known as KWC, Um this, this you just need to crack that seal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like you have to uh, so if somebody wants to get in shape, or I you know, I just finished the book which their is, goal their goal should be to do five sit ups. That's it. They'll complete it. And because like the hardest part of working out is just putting your damn shoes on to work out anyway. So once you do that, then all of a sudden you might go, oh, I'll do ten. I'll do fifteen. Just do a little bit more. Yeah. All right. 
Real simple. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing else gives you an excuse to not do much and feel good about it. Right, because you're saying like if somebody who well, I should I should jump rope or get in shape, even if you were to spin it just one or two times and then you stop, well, you did it. Mm-hmm. You did it. Yeah. Huh. What are you doing? Is there anything Sorry. that you're uh, okay? That that's that question. Now I'm going to ask you. What's uh, during this time? Have you worked on mm-hmm. anything? Um, uh, I'm I'm pretty much in your boat. I finally sat down and wrote my top 10 books for 2019. I know a little late to get out a 2019 top 10 list, but I figure I have the time now. Uh, and that took me a whole weekend to write up my blog for my top 10 books, which was silly because it takes like an hour, uh, and it took me a whole weekend to get it done. But that's probably about the most things I've been doing. I've been enjoying the time and relaxing. Yeah. I know it's going to be... my dog, Macy. It, it's, uh, I love Macy. It's going to be weird. Again, you know, I see a lot of people online who get in trouble for this because people but one i'm i'm jobless at this moment right and i have no gigs booked anytime soon right you can be a prepper and have all your your stored food and all this but you know financially that that's a thing and i've um it's gonna be weird once we start kicking back up again i'm gonna need a little bit of i know what happened to happen to Happened to put pants back on. I don't That'd like weird. I, I've not even somebody I saw online like yesterday goes, "Hey, uh, I bet you sweatpants sales of sweatpants has has gone up through the like four hundred percent." And I just bored got in a Twitter little not argument, but I'm like, I don't know. Nobody's buying sweatpants. Like at, I don't think I've changed my sweatpants. You're in my similar scenario. You you don't have a lot of people coming and going. So I don't, I don't, no. I'm not even up for like, I don't even change stuff anymore. Like that's not, uh, a- I have, I have, I have somebody come by every week to do my laundry and she came by this week and she goes, where's the laundry? I'm like, well, that's all it is. I mean, like, why am I changing my clothes? Nobody's seeing me. Nobody's smelling me. It's like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm saving a lot on water. That's for sure. Yeah, well, in Michigan, you're not even now. The they did a thing where you're not even allowed to go to other people's houses, or you can't have anybody come to you. So even if you have a brother or sister who live a mile away, you can't go there. Which you know, people That's like complain if you don't yeah. like your family. Yeah, people are you know complain about it, but if it's making people safe, then you you know you kind of got to suck it up. So yeah. no, you know nobody yeah. goes to the hospital, but it's still you can still complain about it. Uh, but that's why. Sure. Well, that's the job. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's okay to. Uh, but you know, forever, you know, I've been a, a almost fifty year old guy with a ninja costume, and you know, I'm the dorky guy. I cosplay, <laughs> blah blah blah. Who? Guess what? Ninja outfits have a mask, so I guess I'm prepared right there, Mister People laughing there you at me. Go. And in the middle of yeah. the night, I put on my ninja outfit and and I sneak out of the house and I run around the city undetected by the local law because Brilliant. I'm, I'm in a ninja outfit. So I guess it's not so darky now, is it? Look who's laughing now. We all are. All right. Uh, you be safe. Don't. Uh, so all your normal clubs, your, uh, your wrestling club has been canceled. What about your uh, Red <laughs> Rover club? Has that been canceled? Uh, uh, every, I don't even know what that is, but if, it's, if I got one, it's been canceled. A lot of people yeah. don't know this about you. Topher won the 2019 Bobbing for Apples competition that was supposed to happen <laughs> this week. And unfortunately, that whole season has been canceled. Yeah. yeah. Tragic. All right, Topher. Thank you for answering my one oh, question. I like, I like the mood music. It's a new thing, and it's only five seconds long. So what if I hit this one? Oh, this is more industrial, right? This sounds like industrial film, right? Yeah. Right. I can show you with your mind and your power. I can get you to financial freedom. (laughs) And the first step to financial freedom is buying my financial freedom program right in back. Yeah. Fifteen hundred dollars uh, will set you free. Frighteningly accurate, isn't it? If you're not willing to spend fifteen hundred dollars, then I guess you're not willing to give yourself the money you deserve. Subject change. 
All right, so here's what I don't know. I don't know if me playing all these drops and this music in the background, I can't tell if that's going to be annoying for you or not. And right here, did you just hear when my voice all of a sudden just start going, and I can't tell if that's going to be a little enough. It's very top 40 radio, um, but I got to be honest with you, I, I kind of like the energy, right? Because those guys would do this thing where they'd start talking like this. And then there's a weird pause. Did you feel that pause? It's kind of uncomfortable, right? But what if I just talk? And then I come back again. So now it's this weird... You have like something in your stomach going... Is he going to say anything? So it's either that or I was listening to another podcast recently. And just the, this, the whole podcast, they were just like... So hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm tired. I know, right? I'm tired too. <laughs> so anyway, what uh <sighs> Want to talk about dicks? Okay. So I just I don't have that in me. I used to do morning radio and and I'm a big believer that whatever you're doing, you need a little bit of energy. And I know who's going to help me get through this. Uh, I did radio with him in Detroit, in Detroit in the 90s. I have been, I'm, I'm calling his home phone. His name's Steve Cochran. Big, huge radio guy. Steve. Is Steve home? Hey, hello. Steve. Hey, it's John Heffron. Hi. <laughs> you know, I was, um, Wait, can, can I ask one question before? Yeah. Wait, so yeah, so yeah. I have, can you hear that music? Yeah, oh yeah, okay, sure. So yeah. when I'm talking, I like it. But when the guest is on, and I'm going to ask Steve Cochran a lot of questions about radio, when when do I fade it down like this? You fade it down slowly. Yeah, you don't, you don't crush it. You so fade it not, down so, slowly. So it's fade not like. Slowly. So, okay, so, hey, well, I'm, well, I'm with Steve Cochran. Yeah. So, so yeah. and then just as we start talking, I slowly bring it down. You're going to leave a little bit underneath me, the guest, and just, uh, and then just fade it out. Now, is that it? Okay. So it just sort of disappears. So just slowly, and then I'll let it run out. So uh, I have so many radio questions for you because one, I'm a huge fan. I've always said that uh, you know, a morning radio guy, just host guy. I used to do your show all the time in Chicago. Uh, where yeah. you, you did a show that was funny, but also you had, it was pretty, not political, but, you know, it was the, it, one of the biggest talk stations, right, in Chicago. Number one talk show in Chicago until Oprah comes back. There we go. So so you know better than anybody. So this is the, my debut. Is that a word? <laughs> uh, podcast. Yeah, that's French. That's French for debut. So uh, this is my first podcast, but I kind of want to, you know... I, I started podcasting a long time ago, years ago. I'm just not consistent. Mm -hmm. I just end up quitting or I get tired. And I just. You were doing it before it was cool. I mean, I remember us talking about it. Got ahead of me in mid to like 2004, 2005. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did a thing. Yeah, but I didn't stick with it. And it's it's like karate. If you want to do well, you have to keep making your parents take you to class, I guess. I know that for sure. So, um, so with this one, I'm like, well, now that we're all stuck in our house, um, I'm like, I might as well do it. You know, and there's so many great podcasts that I listen to that have no, you know, no sweepers, no whatever. And Mm -hmm. I like them, but sometimes I'm bored. And maybe it's just because I've been brainwashed in the, you know, radio field uh, with you for many years and you know what that industry is pretty much anybody in that that waters up to their nose so i don't even know if if i'm just you know still trying to uh, learn an old language that won't even exist or well before you say the or they, you just start with forgetting everything the program directors told us every meeting we ever had every management meeting we ever had you know how to entertain you're one of the best comedians in the country you've been funny forever you've been famous for a long time you can do this you know how to get an audience and keep an audience um so it starts with being interesting and entertaining and you, you got funny down and you know how to do this so yeah yeah the music helps it's fine it's you know i think you need a little something 
You right? need an introduction. You got a big voice guy to do your introduction. Oh, you should. Uh, funny should ask. How about this one, Steve? Okay. Uh, this is KWC with John Heffron. It sounds good with music underneath it too. Kid with that guy's good. Podcast, your number one in hit podcasts. Like, watch this. Ready? Like, listen to this, Steve. <laughs> listen to this. Ready? Lock it in and oh. rip the knobs hold, off. Hold on. That was this is KWC with John Heffron. John Heffron is the host. Kid with a cape is the show. What do you think, Steve? You paid a lot of money for that, huh? I got I got some good voice, guys. I love it. <laughs> I, I love the imaging more than actually doing the show. If I could do a show, so you'd like to do a you'd like to do a big produced introduction, yeah, and then a produced close yeah, with nothing in between. With nothing, with just but if you listen to like any Mario Lopez or a Ryan yeah. Seacrest show on anything on iHeart, whatever, it is exactly what I'm just kind of making fun of. Where they say yeah, nothing. Here's the thing. Yeah, exactly right. And and here's the thing. Those guys, they're nice guys. Yeah, they're very rich guys. They're nice, very rich guys, but they're not entertaining. You know, so you got the entertaining part down. So if you just plan on doing a show where there's going to be some funny in there, what people don't know about you, I've known you for what, 20, 20 plus years. Yeah. What people don't know about you is you have a very, you have a great curiosity. You're curious about a lot of things. You've told me in the last 20 years about 15 different things that you may do, that you may be into. And you have the same problem I have, creative ADD. Right. But this ADD, that serves to make you a great entertainer. It also means you can take all those things you started and didn't finish, and now you can talk about them. Right, but, oh, well, hold on, Steve. Hold on. Oh, I was going to fire off a button. Um, yeah, so, so wait, no, we were talking about the 40, and I was singing to these guys right here. Uh, okay. When we come back, we have... 10 things you should never do on a first date, and 75% right. of all women do what? Facts and text me right now. Blah, blah, blah. Right now. Here's hard. Blah, blah, blah. So. Let's see. Here's what works about this. Now, the quarantine sucks, and I'm worried about you turning into like Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. Going, okay. here's Johnny with an axe coming through the door right, uh, right. at uh, the little farm that you live in now. Um, but here's the thing. You can do this and don't have to have anybody tell you what to do. Now, I don't know how much podcast listening you're doing, but I hear a lot of guys who do what you do, do what we do. They're just talking at each other and then giggling at each other. I mean, that's boring to me. You know, you know the guys I'm talking about? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah. My whole thing is in the questions I have, like, hmm, hmm, hmm. If people are listening to this first one already, they're like, hey, we would like to listen to a podcast. Can you maybe do show notes and figure out what you want to do before you bring it to us? I get it. But since I'm all over the place, do you think, okay, so if I'm going to try to make these 45 minutes, let's say, because I know people are busy. Yeah. How many guests mm -hmm. do you think I could have in 45 minutes? Because some people like to have one guest and they long form it. I kind of get bored with that, or I, I would, I, I want to do more boom, 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 like a couple different people that are ranging from topics. So I talk to you, and the next guy might be a survivalist, and then the next person might show. I, I what do you think that's too much? You did a show in Chicago that yeah, had many well, guests. I, I think you got two things there. One is you do you prep it like a show. The thing about being on the radio is for those years is that help you figure out how to get an audience and keep an audience right now for this thing. Because that's what podcasting is. Podcasting is the new radio. You know, it's funny when you hear kids go, oh, God, this podcasting thing is cool. Have you tried it? So, yeah, it's been around since about 1927. Right. Um, <laughs> so this is what you're doing. So it's fine. As far as the guests go, I wouldn't put too many people on. And here's why. You don't have a producer and an engineer and a whole team of people uh, neither do I, because uh, you're working out of your house. Mm -hmm. If you if you start putting two or three on at a time, you're not going to run out of guests, but you make it harder on yourself to keep that up. I think you and two guests, I think that's plenty. Now, I wonder if you, like, start drinking, if I'm sitting in this little room, you know, alone, and I have my fake little radio station here, and you start mm -hmm. doing mm -hmm. shots of tequila, I wonder how many producers and guests I could come up with. Well, see, that could be a show. Like that's, How long that, do you think it'll thing. take me to get drunk? So you're, you're, so you're saying out of a 45-minute show, 
I, I up, I, I front sell it. I say this show is going to be big, and I maybe say the guests. We're going to have two people on, and then I sprinkle it with some like random facts, like whatever. Yeah, you start up front, start that up front with anything. Start up front with like a, it's a monologue, right? You start up front with something that you're thinking about, something you want people to know. You know, you tease the guests. You say, here's who's coming up today. You do the first one. And then between the two guests, you do something else. Maybe it's a pre-produced thing. You know, it could be a bit. could be a bunch of different things. And then you come back and do the second. Because eventually, we hope, advertising will come back. Because you and I need to get paid to do these. And to get paid to do these, you need commercials. So in between the two guests, perfect place to read one of your commercials for whatever. And then you come back, you do the second one, and then you do the last one, you get out. Now, don't get too locked up in the 45-minute thing, because the other good thing about this is you make it as as long or as short as you want. I think if you say 45 minutes max, that's a good way to go. But maybe one day, you know, your two guests aren't so good, and you're done in 28 minutes. So what? Okay. You just wrote my format. It's going to be my opening monologue, things I want to talk about. Just random things. Whatever. It could just be. On a particular day, whatever. Yeah. Uh, then maybe a pre-produced that that can be a thing. Maybe random like a bit. Like that'll be the bit. Whatever that mm-hmm. is, short one. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow I'm going to use this bumper. I don't know when yet, but uh, I found it uh, while we were talking. Okay. Standing by. That's a that was a cassette flipping over in a cassette tape. Uh, so I'll it's have not the, the strongest one you have, but well, you know, well, what tuned up with some stuff because you know, oh, I, I had some great stuff with you that I didn't even get to use. Like, uh, oh, so then I, uh, I'll have that, and then I'll have another guest, and both guests are going to be good. People are thinking, well, what are your guests going to be? They're they're going to give some good info, and there's going to be right. some good takeaways, and then the out uh thing would just be my goodbyes, maybe pushing my like, new book. But I thought of uh, like doing something like, like this, like, uh, hmm, like a big motivational thing that after they're done listening, they, they hear the same thing. There was a guy in Detroit uh, called the Electrifying Mojo uh, when I was growing up. Uh, and it was uh, ironically weird. We got fired over a guy named Mojo, which is weird. Right, the, right. There, he followed be, us. There should be one more. But this electrifying, at the end of every night, he, he would go, if you feel yourself hanging at the end of a rope, hang on, tie a knot, and don't let go. Look at that voice, Steve Cochran. Uh, right? So, so the, he would do a whole thing. So I was thinking about like an ending thing for my show. I don't even have it written. I have the music though. Well, what if what, 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 what if you do this? I mean, uh, you know, it's not it's not completely original. People have done it for a long time. But what did we learn today? What did we learn on the show? Because you could talk about the you know what your guest said, and then you can riff on something else you like. You know, it's comedy, man. It's what you do. It's rule of three. So what did we learn from our two guests? And here's something else I'm throwing in. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Is, is it? No, that's the wrong one, Steve Carter. It's weird how I, like, how I start, like, whatever the song is, my tone gets that way. Like, uh, hold But people, people, don't, people don't understand, because I'm doing the same thing you're doing. And people don't understand that when you had people take care of you, uh, engineers, producers, and help you put together a show forever. This this stuff, the stuff you're talking about, yeah, it's cool to play around, but it also makes you crazy. Yeah. Now, fortunately, the technology is so good now, you can do a bunch of things. I'm 59 years old. You know what I did the other day? What? I put together about nine different um, uh, beats tracks that I can use for commercial beds <laughs> or you know anything just to entertain me, all from an app. Um, that I could slap together. So there's a million things you can use to do this. Here, here's the, here's the thing. And probably everybody, you know, we're obviously being very specific to what we do, but there's, there's so many people of you listening that, you know, you thought you had your life dialed in. Like you thought I'm a certain age. I, I went to school. I learned this. I did this. And this is how it's supposed to go. And then suddenly I'm, I, I, I'm 50 with a fake radio station in a side bedroom, like alone. <laughs> L- like I literally feel like I'm at my dad's house for the weekend and he worked nights. So he left and I'm literally in before I even talk to you, 
I was messing around with these bumpers. It lit. I didn't hit the record button. I was just practicing. Like I was like, I need my outro, which I can't find, but I right. think it's this one. Right. No, that wasn't it. Hold on. I'm going to. F- nope, that's not it. So, everybody, I know you got a lot going on. Life's beating you up a little bit, but just remember when you were a kid, nothing could hold you back. So, if you're a sad adult, remember you're always still just a kid with a cape. And then, boom, I hang, I hang up. That's pretty good. Then I'm no, done. That's pretty good. That's pretty strong. Because that's the podcast, this kid with a cape. And I just write it really good. Yeah. And no, people I know. Because like, I remember when you did the album. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, yeah, right? That I'm still the kid. Just because right. I'm divorced four times and I lost my job. And this doesn't mean I'm I, I'm still looking at life through, you know. I don't know well, but here's something else you ought to be thinking about, too. Because uh, you're a music guy. You like music. Yeah. You play, If you use music you like, like, uh, you know, as a black entertainer that I've always thought I am. Right. Um, you know, beats tracks I love because uh, I like R&B. I like rap. I like hip hop. Why wouldn't I? I'm 59. And, uh, and I sound more interested in my own stuff when I, there's music that I'm playing, whether I'm talking over it or, or not, that I like. So think about music you like. I mean, you know, Air Supply, I know it's big for you, Barry Manilow. <laughs> uh, you know, the people you like. Um, and play that. You know, use that as well. <clears throat> uh, I have just one more button while you're talking. Mm-hmm. See, like, I put this on here. Why would I use this? Seriously, like at, I, I put this in my little thing. At no point. No, I'll tell you why. What do I? I'll tell you why. Like, I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll tell you why you could use it today. Brian Dennehy died. That's that's somebody died music. And Brian Dennehy died this week. And great actor, uh, Tommy Boy. I think we both learned a lot from Tommy Boy. Right. And uh, <clears throat> and and you're you're saying uh, sorry sorry to tell you guys, Brian Dennehy died. That's the music for it. Just randomness. I think that's your obit music. You know what I mean? I think you could use that more than once. Now, the good news is uh, more people, uh, celebrities are going to pass away. uh, And that's good because you have the music for it. Um, I had this. I had had this for when I called people. I don't know if you can hear it. It is a piano version of Call Me Baby. So this would be like why the phone was ringing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I also but the, you know, the, uh, yeah, the power of pause when you stop. That air has a lot of power if you pause at the right point. You know that's why everybody loves you know comedy historian, right? Everybody loves uh, love Jack Benny because Jack Benny, and this is way before my time and your time, but Jack Benny could pause and just wait for the audience to start laughing because he was tanking or laughing for another reason. And you know what that feels like. You stop on stage with a crowd looking at you, yeah, and you just let it hang. Well, that's that takes guts. But on the radio, because it's just your voice, and in this case, podcasting, because it's just your voice. Think about that. Think about where you can pause. Yeah. You know, just be you, dude. Just be you. Just, that's all. If you're you, people are going to be uh, they're going to be listening. Um, sorry. It's I mean, out. who do you like? Who do you listen to now? I don't listen to anybody, which I should. Um, well, I let probably... me say a couple that are, that are one that I, I like, and this is a good example. Conan O'Brien, I think, is better as a podcast than he's ever been on TV. Okay. Um, he's on Stitcher. Now, Conan's super famous, so he doesn't have to go out and get an audience as hard as you or I would have to. But he, so he has people coming in, and he just does a one-on-one interview, one interview, one guest. They're all famous folks, almost all of them. And he's got a sidekick who is his personal assistant who he's used on TV forever. Uh, that's good because he's got somebody to play off. She has zero respect for him, so that's a funny relationship. Right. And that's the way they are in person. So, that, But when they start this thing out, even though Conan only been doing this a year and a half, the show he's doing now is different than the one he was doing a year and a half. So you start out with a basic idea. You do this for six months or a year. It could be a completely different thing. You'll find out by doing the reps what works. A hundred percent. And even just talking to you, I think it's all a guest thing. Cause I could talk to you. Like, do you have any show prep? I, are you in your office at, at your house? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Do, yeah. do you have like a, a show prep or or like a, a service where you get stories or that type of no, stuff? No, you know what I do? You remember all that crap we used to get? Do you have anything no. by I, I, do you? Uh, but do you have a, like a story or something by you? Not to throw Yeah, they do. But what, but what I'm telling you for prep purposes, I use news aggregators like okay. Smart News and Flipboard. So what? So what I want to do is just if you, if there's one by you, I don't even know. There's just, just do. Wait, hold on. Yeah, do one as if me and you are co-hosting. And I just want to show you how I like doing that. I don't know if I like being the host. I think I was born a sidekick. Is that a thing? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, that doesn't mean, listen, I made a lot of money as a sidekick. I'm not saying that to diminish myself. I just don't. I'm, uh, I'm I mean, like, you know, when you're on the lake and somebody's on the pontoon boat and you got some beer and, and the, there's a guy driving the pontoon boat and there's always that one person who's just up front, just sitting not really kind of hassling with the having to dock the boat and get off that's and tie it. the rope. That's kind of me. That's kind of me. I, I, I like being on the boat. I just, I, when another boat's coming, I don't, I'm just, too, I don't want to move out of its way. I just want to sit there and go, I wonder if the person, uh, you know, driving is going to move. So we don't. But that. are you like it for Thanksgiving? Are you good at getting out of helping? Oh, it's a key. I think it's one of the skills that I've always had when I was in school, as a kid, I knew how to ask the teacher just the right questions to get the 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 problem just literally done for me. Mm -hmm. And it's all in the act of like kind of just moving, moving your shoulders so that way you're engaged and not actually doing anything. So anyway. All right. So, about this so you're story. uh do we need we don't need any music. Do you need anything on, on my end? Like we're coming no, back from break? A, or this or, is a this is this is this is everybody had an idea of what they would do if the stress got to be too much. Okay, can, can, guy, can I just bring this back? This, yeah, but I'm just telling you, the stress in the story that this guy went through, you're not going to believe what he did. There you go. There's your team. Okay, so, okay, we'll be uh, right back. Hold on, hey. Oh, see, Steve, I messed it up. <laughs> I need upbeat music. Where's the upbeat? Right here. Okay, hold on. is Ken with a Cape. Here's your host, John Heffron. Hey everybody, we're back. Please don't forget to buy a mattress or the underwear commercial you just heard. Or if you haven't already, go to Amazon right now and get the holding deal. It's a little spy book that I wrote. It's a quick read. It's called yeah, the Hold... Before, before we do the story, what is the story on your book? I didn't know you had a book. It's a book called The Holding Deal. It's about a low-level comedian who is a low-level spy for a high-level shadow organization. It's a comic... Really? Yeah, a comic gets recruited. By the way, do you see how I faded that? A uh, comic gets yeah. recruited uh, just to pass a simple envelope every city he performs in. Uh, and there's a little bit of backstory on how he got picked to be the person. But every city he goes to, somebody shows up after a show, and all he's got to do is just give him an envelope and don't ask what's in it, and he gets a little side cash. And then, then like all comedians, he's sick of being a low-level comic, and he's also sick of being a low-level spy. So we always want more, and sometimes that gets us in trouble. That's the holding oh, that deal great. on Amazon. Kindle's only great. four bucks, people. It's four ninety nine. I'm not working for the next six months. Go, go, please, go buy a book. Anyway, so Steve, is this, is, this, is this a Kindle? It's a Kindle, and then the paperback. By the time people hear this podcast, the paperback will be on there too. So yes, it's Kindle yeah. and paper book, paperback. Paperback. I'm going to get it. I'm not even going to ask you for a comp. Uh, I'm going to get it because uh, uh, it sounds like it's cool. Now you know this is what I do when I read. Ever since I was like five. Okay. Well, how many pages is it? Yeah, it's quick. The Kindle's only uh, 150, which is oh, super. Right. So it's a two hour, two and a half hour read. And then the paperback <laughs> was going to be, it's like 240, but I got to be honest with you, uh, maybe it's my eyes. I uh, upped the font a little. Like I went, what's, oh, what's the good. biggest font you can get without <laughs> calling it a large print book? Right. So it's so it's not they're like, well, you got to keep it at like 13, whatever the thing is, because if you go to like 14, it's a large print book for way old people. So I go, well, let's get it almost there, uh, but not quite. So that way it's we'll reveal the number. What size font is that? 
Uh, it's like 13 and something. It's a little bit shy wow. of 14. So it made the book itself, the paperback, like 240 pages, which is, mm-hmm. which is. But it's, you're saying there's only eight pages of story in there. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's just like, it's huge. Like if you look at like your, your, your parents or your grandparents texts or even mine and you're like, there is one word per line on that, on the text. That's what the book is, but it's good. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be able to knock it out in a weekend. You know, we're stuck. You're stuck at home with your kids. Every time you run out to the shed to get that extra white claw that your spouse doesn't know about, just read a few pages. You know, let me ask you a question. Okay. Did you have a comedian in your head as an inspiration for this? Yeah, Mm -hmm. a few. Uh, Into the point where, um, you know, because I am maybe not the worst speller or text or typer, but pretty close. And the, uh, the editor, woman goes okay you got to come up with a different name and i asked her i go why why can't it just be the character be john heffron throughout the whole thing she's like because you can't i'm like well it's a fiction book so i can't <laughs> she's like you can't use real names at all throughout it unless it, it's a th-. and then we had this weird debate i'm like but i wouldn't sue myself oh you know that would be counterproductive yeah because i used it and she's like just i just change the names and then we had to go through all these weird names so um yeah it's about also about a fake reality show a fake comedy show that they crown fake winners so that way that acts as an alibi for the comedians to be traveling so that's a little close to i think the last realistic uh the truthful reality show that i saw was the season you won last comic standing it's all gone to hell since then yeah it's been so many moons ago but yeah so that's why i wrote the book and figure out you know because yeah, we're well, stuck. It's hard to write a book. Congratulations. Yeah, it took me forever, um, but I'm done, and now I'm already on the like. I want it's it's a series. Like if you when you read it, you'll see that it there's yeah. a big cliffhanger. So I might just yeah. you know maybe doing fake radio shows like this and knocking out the books is the next evolution of again. Every anybody listening to this, if you're going through a, a amorphosis, a change. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's, you know, necessarily bad. Like, obviously, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Obviously, with Corona and people getting sick, and th- that all end is horrible. So I'm not downplaying that. But sure. I got to, you know, me being stuck at home and knock on wood, every, you know, my family is, is safe and all that stuff. I, maybe I needed this, this little reset um, right. to get all this stuff started, you know? And I, here's what you don't want to do. You don't want to go through this period I didn't say that and right. learn nothing or accomplish nothing. You don't, you don't want to be on the other side of this and go, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Cause you I, didn't, c- I didn't accomplish anything. I didn't learn anything. That would be bad. Yeah. Cause you could just sit in front of your TV and just get kind of freaked out about everything. And I did do right. that. There were, you know, a week or so or two or three where, you know, I'm like, I need to, yeah. So anyway, um, your story. All right, so here's the story. I got the story here for you. Okay. So you're going to pull stories like this when you do the show, and you could do this up front, you could do this in the middle, or you could do this at the end. Okay. Here's the story. Report comes out of the French government. A 64-year-old man allegedly ejected himself from a flying fighter jet last summer because he got the gift of riding in the jet from his employees at his company. He got freaked out and stressed out. He didn't want to do it. He voluntarily pressed the ejection button, was <laughs> flung into the air with a parachute, somehow managed to land, and he's okay. Now you think about it. You think about every gift you've been given in your life. There have been gifts <laughs> where you thought, I'd like to just throw this out, or this is so wrong for me, they don't know me at all. They got this guy a gift he didn't want. They didn't know him at all. Maybe they were trying to kill him, and he ejected himself from an airplane. I don't know if I'm impressed by that or the guy's nuts. There are so many. Yeah, because, right, we've all gotten, like, sweaters from your, your mm-hmm. grandma, your parents, or your spouse. You're like, okay, I got, I got to wear this once. I got to lob it on. Go, Oh, I'm sure it'll fit. Yeah, I can wear it. And you live the, – the worse somebody hates something, the more examples of when they can wear it is usually given. Right, right, right. They're like, oh my God, this is perfect. I can use it on the golf course. I can use it at soccer <laughs> things. I'll use it for when I go to my wine club. You can tell the more excuses they're just trying to sell you that they would do it. But is there a catalog for a, a fighter jet? Like, how would you even, is that a 1 800 fly? Like, 
That's a weird gift for employees well, to get, unless they were hoping that he crashed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were hoping he crashed, or they knew that he was afraid of heights. That, that makes much more sense than they bought it for him because they love the guy. But he couldn't take it, and he ejected. Uh, that's a... Uh, that's stones, or that's uh, that's that's the dumbest human being on the planet. Well, but again, he survived. He's okay. But that's the kind of story that you could do. You can make it funny. It's true. And the good news is, even with all the coronavirus news and the Trump's a jackass news, these stories are out there. And I think there's people looking for these. I think there's people that want to hear anything but coronavirus and Trump news. Don't you think so? A hundred percent so. And you even gave me my next guest that that I have to uh, not not on this podcast, but um, I might go here. Here, here's what I'm gonna do. You just told me to get those type of stories, which are good because it's content and you can respond to them. Now I need to learn how to really read those stories. And I used to work with somebody in Detroit who, who used to be our news person on the morning show. Before you came, it was me, Danny Bonaducci, and this woman, uh, Rebecca Marshall. Who okay. would, who would, did you ever meet Rebecca? I did not. Yeah. She just had one. She had a news person. Like when she read those type of stories, she knew how to really do it. Well, I'm going to ask her how to, how to read those stories. I'm going to get a bunch of those stories. I'm going to have her read those stories to me. So already I got you to read one. There you go. I'm going to get her to read some. And it's just like when I was in elementary school, I'm getting everybody else to do the work. And yeah, I'm not is, doing anything. It's, it's story full, time with Rebecca. She circle. records the story. You got the story. You just react to it. And you know what? You, you just said something else that I think is perfect for you. And that is you got to have people that play along. But you get to a point where you're talking and you go, uh, you know, you just made me think of something else. I know a guy for that. And then you hang up on me. You move <laughs> on to the next guest. That could be very funny. Hang the up. idea that right in the middle of an interview, you thought of a better guest. All right. I almost did it right there, but the only reason why I did hang up on you right there is I didn't know what song to play after I cuz I don't have hang up on people music yet, but I will. So, so this now, is here's the, yeah. here's the thing. Don't get caught up in how much money you're going to make or not make not because gonna... now's not the time to be thinking about it. Trust me, I know because um I've had more meetings blow up in the last month and a half than anybody. Yeah. But you are good and this is gonna work. And I'm glad you're sticking to it and I'm glad you've committed to it. Uh and that's great. And I'd like you on my podcast so we could talk about your book. But we can book you after the show. Let's but, do that. Uh, yeah, get a hold of my producers. Uh I have my uh producer Matt uh Boobiblia. Um uh-huh. <laughs> and uh get a hold of him and we'll swing back around. What was that? Well, I'm going to try to convince you once we're done and I go let the, my dogs have been barking this entire time out. I wonder, like, you should help me do some new stories like that. Like, why would you not? You, you're stuck at your house right now. I know you got I'll a thing. No, you listen, you, you got a pod. Story. Do we, we can make up like a, a new name for you. You don't have to be Steve Cochran. We can just make up. No, you have to be Steve Cochran. Dan, like Dan from I, I, Kenosha. No, because here's the thing. I don't know about you, but I, I, you know, I've got 50 books that I started and didn't finish. And you know what I'm going to call the autobiography of me? I'm going to call it how I scratched and clawed my way to the middle and stayed there. <laughs> I'm as famous as I ever need to be because I know what it's like to be famous. I also know what it's like to be famous in LA where you just moved back from. I know what it's like to make a lot of money. I know what it's like to make way more money than I've ever made. <laughs> I am happy at this point in my life where I am. I just am not done talking to people. So I want to make sure that my podcast like yours gets off the ground in a big way and everybody gets a chance to hear it and like it or hate it either way. But, uh, yeah, it's that stage of life thing you were talking about where at a certain point in life where you want to do what you want to do, but you want to have a platform to say something. And this is it. That's right. Steve Cochran, because remember, if you got anything out of this show today, Oh, boy, I messed it up. I was going to go on a whole huge rant, and then I was going to end it with, but just always remember, you're always just a kid with a cape. John Heffern is the host. Kid with a Cape is the show. Kid with a Cape podcast. Your number one in hit podcasts.